0: Outside, 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 outside. Remember your blend line. All clear when you get there. All clear when you get there. All clear. Are they the black flag in it? That one's man. That was wild. It's another edition of the Clear with Contact podcast, live from the Tyler Hughes Motorsport Studios. Here's your host, Tyler Hughes and Cody Jordan. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Clear With Contact, episode 21. It is Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. Cody and I are back in the Tyler Hughes Motorsports Studios. Uh, We're going to do things a little bit different this week. We're just going to kind of change our format. Let us know if you like it, don't like it. Uh, But here we go, man. Episode 21. 21. Holy moly. Yep, it's Hampton Heat Week. Had some big races this past weekend. We had the the million We had the Kings Royal. Uh we had Cup at New Hampshire. Yep. Um not had your too, had your race. Yeah, we last had week. Southern National. Uh on last Wednesday. Had a decent run up there. South Boston through a wild garden. Yeah. Only short track to race for late models that weekend.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean besides I didn't Southern see,
0: besides Southern National. Yeah, I didn't but see yeah. Florence racing. Didn't see Hickory racing. Um I think Langley raced. Don't think they ha- they did not have late models. No late them. models. We had a decent run up there. We uh, we ended up qualifying I think sixth and finishing fourth. Uh, ran inside the top five most of the night. Uh, we were as high as second at one point. Uh, we ended up having a few guys kind of leapfrog us on strategy a little bit. Doug Payton and Ronnie Bassett all rode really hard, like gotcha. rode dead last trying to save their tires and we ended up getting six tires for the race. So. We, it was kind of like the Thanksgiving Classic where we had the fuel in the tires to kind of do whatever we wanted with, but we couldn't take the fuel and the tires in the same pit stop. Right. So, we ended up... They had a break at 50, and some guys came down to put fuel in the car and try to make it to the end on that load. I was a little nervous about going 150 laps on that full fuel load, so we ended up coming in at, I think it was like 100 or 110 and we got our fuel and then the caution ended up coming out at 164 for the last stop where we came in and got our tires so what they did was pretty smart they were able to save harder than we were in the first 50 to 100 and then once we came in for our fuel they leapfrogged us on track position which was really important and then we all pitted for tires at the same time so with the Control cautions. We couldn't gain or lose any spots on that road. So, um, brought a decent car. Ended up finishing fourth. Doug ended up going on and winning that race. Uh, He had a really strong car all weekend. Full car field? Yes, full car Mm -hmm. field. So, um, it was a... I mean, there wasn't... There were 16 cars there, but, I mean, the top eight were stout. Right. So... You have Peyton Sellers there, Doug Barnes, Caden Honeycutt, Ronnie Bassett, us. Um, So, really strong feel out there. But uh, I was pretty happy with that finish. Uh, You know, Mason and I, we were talking after the race and we realized that this is only our fourth low grip racetrack that we've ever raced together. So, it was, uh, we're still building. Yeah, learning and building that side of things. And, uh, it was good to go get a race under our belt on a low-grip track before we go to Langley, even though they're two very different racetracks. So uh, I still felt like it helped. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a different game
1: when you go to these low-grip racetracks. I mean, that's it's a way different game. Yeah, you know, When you start running things... You know, this wasn't a tour race or anything, but when you start running tour races, it's the same
0: thing. You learn quick yeah. how, how much you need to preserve. Yeah, and, you know, I think... Um, you know Mason does a really good job of that. There's always going to be that little bit to learn, especially when you go up against guys like Caden Honeycutt yeah, who do it do all it the every time every week. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's that aspect of it, and then there's also the aspect of me as a crew chief trying to figure out, okay, how much, where does the where does the car's balance need to be in practice versus, you know, where it needs to be to be there at the end of the race yeah so um we worked on freeing them up basically for all of practice trying to get to roll the middle uh, we had decent drive when we unloaded wasn't the best but it was decent and um i kind of had to work that balance all day it wasn't like we were so snugged up that we had a ton of drive um and we just needed a turn and it wasn't like it was you know had a lot of turn and we needed to focus on drive it was we needed a little bit of both. So, felt like we did a decent, decent job of, you know, tuning the car in that day and um, coming away with a decent run. Yeah. So, um, helps Doug out in the in the national points. Yes, it does. So, I think that puts them up to seven or eight full car field wins. Mm-hmm. So, um, they were just stout, man. They were just stout. Um, played a good strategy and was able to come away with that one. So... But moving down the Sobo, man, Uh, Peyton Sellers. Not his night, man. No, it was not. Got into that wreck early in
1: the first race. Uh, Didn't even finish that race. And then the second race, it just, they didn't have it. You know what I mean? They just didn't have it. Um, It's a good night for Carter Langley. Oh, yeah. you know, I I think they were, I think he was second behind Borst or third. I think second or third in the first race. Uh, Jacob Borst won the first one and then uh, ends up getting the win after a uh, disqualification in the second race so let's talk about a disqualification again this is <laughs> seems like this it's a it's a new segment on our show who got disqualified this week yeah
0: it was uh so i'm just so surprised that they would come back with something i agree that's been disqualified literally just the race the week before. before yeah
1: by a big team i mean like it wasn't it it was well known it was the,
0: it was the winner of the South Boston 200 right you know so i'm kind of curious as to how that happened so you had the 8 car get tech for shocks mm-hmm. and then the the 22 got thrown out for an illegal shock and spring combination with for the 200 for the 200 yeah. with rear end camber mhm so i kind of wonder if they just went all right you're done we're not even Opening your shocks up, and then you know you have Bobby McCarty who gets dragged back out of the trailer to get his uh, shocks tech. So Bobby ends up passing, winning the race. Mm -hmm. Well, then you know it's kind. I I just kind of wonder if maybe it was an oversight on their part, whether they didn't realize they had that in there because I I know they got a new engineer over there, new Uh, new crew chief. Yeah, but you you literally but you did you literally you just saw a guy get story. thrown out for it yeah why wouldn't you have your stuff you know checked? right then and there like oh damn like <clears throat> if
1: imagine if we were second yeah and our rear wasn't cambered and cheated up right then you still would have failed so like at that point wouldn't you say like okay we you know it, it may be an oversight but like hey don't wait we should change that
0: because we know we're going back next week or if you don't even know it's in there at least have a check because that yeah. goes back to my point. Like yes. They have a new crew chief. They Correct. have a new engineer over there. So exactly. I'm kind of wondering if maybe like he had no idea. I, but yes. why wouldn't you have that at least checked out or exactly. try to read between the rules? So yeah, that was obviously Landon Huffman. So he gets
1: disqualified again. That's two weeks in a row at the same track. I would probably stop just going back. <laughs> um, I mean, I hate to say that for South Boston, but uh, it's not South Boston's fault. But Jesus, if we're not going
0: to follow the rules. Just don't go back. Yeah, I don't understand. I, don't it. I mean, I understand why they went back. They had a really good run there. That team, yeah. like that team, is going through a complete overhaul between the, drivers, crew, and everything. And right they're now. making strides. They are making big strides. Yeah, huge strides. I was, I mean, to run. When I'm as watching. Well-
1: I'm watching the Sobo 200, and I'm thinking they gotta be cheating. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and but then they go back with not a cambered rear. I'm guessing to this race and still make it look good in shock. Because, you know, we talked about this. I don't think it makes that much of a difference. It it might, but like, I don't. It it is either way failed tech. But I'm saying that team is making strides.
0: Well, here it is. So you go back to, all right. He had a cambered rear. All right. How much did that help? Uh, Maybe a couple here. uh, Maybe a couple points here or there. He had base valves in his shot. Uh, That's a couple points there, here or there. He had a left rear spring and shot combination they didn't like, all right, that's a You're couple points there. You're saying they were a 15th place car that finished second. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm third. just saying, like, okay, like, how far are we going to go with, well, you know, I don't really think that that helped all that much. So you get to the point where it's like, all right, wait, how many times are we going to say, well, that wasn't, that wasn't what won in the yeah. race? You keep oh. just loading a gun and shooting your other foot. Like, <laughs> what mean, are we doing? Yeah, I mean, like, you got... You stack these things together. How many things do you stack together to where it does make a difference? Yeah. Well, it, it's obviously it's, making a difference. Yeah. So, you know, come back with the right stuff. I want to see I want to what they do yeah. <laughs> with a NASCAR <laughs> legal car. Because, yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, like, they're still making the car turn. They're still getting drive out of it. They're still, you know, yeah. they're still running really well. They can do that with the NASCAR legal stuff. They're in a learning I process. You. Yeah, they're in a learning process right now where I would just go to the track and be like,
1: hey, whatever y'all are going to tech after the race, could you just do that for us now? <laughs> because <laughs> we to, really, really want to see what we, we are capable of. Yeah, you and know?
0: I, I, I think they are on to something. Like, I, I do think that and they I, are making headway. Yeah, and I do agree. I think it's an oversight. I don't think they're trying to cheat. I mean, no, no, not a NASCAR stuff. Because all the stuff that they've been caught for, is, I believe, is na- is Cars Tour illegal. Minus a cambered rear. Yeah. But, there you go. Yeah. But, I mean, the base valves and stuff, that's Correct. Cars Tour illegal. Yes.
1: So, yeah, I, I don't think they're doing it on purpose, but I, I do want to see. I think Landon's a good driver. I think, I mean, he's won a Hickory you know, track title. I think he's a good driver, and I think he's a good person for that car because it's, um, you know, we're all going to learn together. Right.
0: Type right. of deal. And Landon isn't, like, he's not in brand-new equipment like he is in the Nelson stuff. So for him to do what he does, like in older chassis, is really impressive, for one. That's why they tapped him. You know what I mean? And then to go in the Nelson stuff where it's it's all really new, fresh stuff, like, I mean, it it doesn't surprise me that once they get the car balanced out right, and they start figuring out what Landon needs. That they're gonna start running well. Yeah, and I think they, I think in Nelson's
1: eyes, they looked as La- at, looked at Landon as a person that could come in and give them a baseline. Right, yep. like I'm, I, we're not gonna get this performance this week, and then this performance this week, but then back down to this. Per- they're gonna be a baseline yep. performance. This is what we're, this is what we got, and we know this is what he's gonna give us every week, and we're gonna learn from that. Absolutely, and you can tell it's working.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I'm interested to see what the rest of their season looks like. I don't know if they're going to do any more NASCAR races. Um, I don't even know if they're signed up for the Hampton Heat at this point. I'd like them. I I hope they're going. Yeah. uh, Because I'd like to see how they do down there. They obviously have something working really good at Sobo. Um, So, but, I mean, I kind of wonder how much of what they found at South Boston is going to turn over to the car store because they have not run a car store race since their DQs at right. South Boston, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Absolutely. Speaking of tech, man, did you see the Hampton Heat tech bulletin? What is yeah. this? <laughs> Why, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? So I love the fact that they put out everything for the pre-race tech. Um, that's fine. Like, yeah, exactly. I, I love that. That saves everybody time. Yeah, because I like when we went to South Boston, and they basically had like a tech schedule, and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna try to get you in." Yeah. Friday night, if you want to come Saturday morning, that's fine too. Our tech shed's open from here to here. You didn't really know what they were teching. Right. Um, Love the fact that they put out what they're teching, going in for the pre-race tech, so we can make sure all those things are right and we know how long it's going to take. But the thing that blows my mind is that they put out what they're teching post-race. Because in my eyes... Now, this could be a trap, right? Because and, <laughs> right. Right. You can in look my at eyes, time. I'm like, well, damn,
1: they didn't put that. I think I can run that, and I can cheat the hell out of this son <laughs> bitch. I mean, like, that's what I was thinking, and then, uh, then what, every other car, they're going to do this or that? Like, that's what I feel like they're going to do. Yeah. But then why just... Then why put that out? Like, it's stupid. Uh-huh. If you know what you're going to tech, just tech it. Don't...
0: We don't need to know. I don't no. want to know. No, because... This could either go one of two ways. They could actually tech everything that they put out, and only that. Yeah, and only that, and everybody shows up and makes sure all those items are right, and then everything else is fair game. Like everything else is just the wild west, right? It's still Shane Laws though, <laughs> it, right? <laughs> yeah. So Shane Laws is literally just got he's he's
1: got that fishing pole. He's sitting there like, "I dare you to take the bait." Yeah. I d- I, dude, I, I don't know Shane that well, but I know from past experience. There ain't no damn way that's the only stuff they're teching. Yeah. No, dude, no way. Because, no way. (laughs) There's no way. He's sitting there
0: waiting for you to take the bait. Like, I dare you to cheat on it because it's
1: going to get teched.
0: Yep. And then you wonder if they're going to tech anything else because it's like, all right, here's your items. So if everybody is like, well, let's... Let's play the game of if those are the items they're gonna check. Let's make it the Wild West on everything else. Yeah. What if they go in and they check nothing of what they put out, and, and then, only the other things? Right. Yeah. <laughs> they that's check. What I'm they I'm just check. I do That would be the like a hell of a trap. Yeah. Because honestly, most of the items are that are on that list are were already checked at South Boston. Correct. Which are big ticket items.
1: Yeah, they are. But but that's what like. If I'm a crew chief, I'm not. I'm probably not gonna cheat on those things, anyways, or blatantly cheat on those things, Yeah. right? Like, cause they are big ticket items. They are. So you look at this other stuff, you know, on the second layer.
0: Guaranteed. Guaranteed, they're gonna take it. Yeah. Let me let me find this sheet. I want to list out the items. So here's what it actually says. So, um, Friday the pre-race tech will be weight wheelbase tread width crank height flat-sided body panels rear quarter heights and spoiler angle all fair stuff they did all that in south boston i thought yep. it was great uh optional inspection carburetor uh plus all items listed above on friday so i mean i think it's smart to have your car see actually i wish the carburetor wasn't optional here's why years ago Myrtle Beach, Martinsville, all these big races. Actually, they did it at Martinsville last year, but they haven't done it. They hadn't done it in a while since, like, I think 2018, Myrtle Beach, maybe. They used to make you field strip your carburetor down to nothing, and you yeah. sat with it in a box in a line, and you weren't allowed on the racetrack until you had that carburetor checked. Yeah. And sometimes they'd end up with a pile of parts by the time they were done of, you know, parts that were wrong and, You were scrambling to either find another carburetor or find the right parts for it. So I wish they would go back to doing that because last year they did it at Martinsville and there was a lot of parts Mm -hmm. wrong again. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. to make it optional.
1: (laughs) We were one of those parts. (laughs) Oh, were you? Yeah, we failed. Uh, So ours was something. Yeah, ours was something wrong with the carburetor actually. Yeah and which was like a total disadvantage for us and right. we were like we didn't know and they were like yeah this, i think it was like the back squirters weren't working right that's right and they were yeah. like yeah that's wrong and mark's like yeah thank god like we found that out and they're like yeah you're disqualified and we qualified dude we qualified top 10 or yeah we we're top, top 15 i think and i'm like wait what and they were like yeah that's wrong you're disqualified and i'm like but isn't that a disadvantage? <laughs> like, shouldn't we get another go at this? They're like, nope, it's wrong. It doesn't work the way it's supposed to. I'm like, okay. uh, All right. That doesn't make much sense to me, but okay.
0: We still made the race, but yep. still
1: like, yeah, I agree. I think that's a good, it would be a
0: good thing to do. So here's, here's where I'm at with it. You look at the schedule. There's an optional carburetor tech, right? Pre Pre-qualify, qualifying inspection, weight, rear quarter heights, spoiler angles. So, all the stuff that they checked on Friday. Post race inspection, top five finishers. They have listed out rear end camber, spring free height, trailing arms, shocks, and camshafts that will be checked in the car. Nothing about a carburetor. Mm-hmm. So, you never know. It could be one of those. It lures. could be. But is it? Mm-hmm. Guess so you're gonna like you're going to find why, out Saturday
1: night. If you have,
0: <laughs> it, say they don't check it, why have an optional carburetor inspection? I just don't like have- this whole thing.
1: If, if you can't tell, <laughs> I just don't like the whole thing. I don't like it either. I, I agree with you. Like, I, Let's put out a pre-tech, like, hey, guys, this is what we're going to check. If you want us to check anything else, we'll gladly do it. Yeah. Because nobody wants to fail tech. Now, if you're cheating, I'm not going to ask you to look at it, obviously. I mean, yeah. like, seriously, that's common sense, but... You're gonna to try to get it through. You're gonna to try to get it through, but, like, why are we... Just stop. Don't even... Don't even open that book. No.
0: Just let it go. No, I'm with you. I, I'm interested about the spring free hide deal. Um, you know, I know Landon got popped with a spring and shock combination that they didn't like. Um, the word was, is they thought it was binding, and you're not allowed to cool. coal bind right. or bump stop or do anything in the back of the car. So... I'm kind of curious to see where they go with that. I mean, spring-free height is pretty easy. You literally just check the height of the springs to make sure that, you know, it doesn't exceed 16 inches or whatever the limit may be or the minimum. Um, But I'll be curious to see if this race, they make everybody put tape on their coils Mm -hmm. to make sure that, they you know, you don't bust the tape because um, I feel like if you can – do something pretty trick in the back of the car to make it bind it's a big advantage or Mm -hmm. preload a spring some way um so i'll be curious to see what they do with that or if they do anything with it yeah um they also i think changed the weight around and i can't totally i can't totally find it on this sheet but they're you know connor's been kicking everybody's teeth in with the Chevy spec motor option with the two barrel with a weight brake. Yep. And I feel like at Langley, uh, the weight brake is a big deal. Um, oh, never mind. It's on the right side of the page, I believe. I could be wrong. I just thought I saw it the other day. Yeah, you're right. So, they have allowed the upgrade down there to have a four barrel with the weight package that the Ford in the Harrington R. And nobody has really been setting the world on fire with it down there. And right. I haven't heard like too much about it. Um so now all of a sudden the rules for the Hampton Heat, um, there is no four barrel option. And I think they did that just because of the NASCAR stuff. Yeah. Like they want to just totally follow the NASCAR rule book. Right. Um and they put the upgrade back up to the 3,100-pound overall and the 1,400-pound right side that the Enforcer and the the fork Crate are at. Right. So I'm curious to see how um, how that affects Connor going into this yeah. race.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Um, it's always been a... I don't know. It's always been like a guessing game as to what's going to work the best. Right. With weight
0: breaks and everything like that. Yeah. Now, I mean... I don't know if you're chasing a weight break. I think right now the option to go down with is the 604 because it's sitting at 3050 and 1375. Yeah, it it just depends so. what you're what you're looking to accomplish. Right. You know
1: what I mean? If weights that much of a deal for you, then well, I mean it's always a big deal. But is it is it more to no pun
0: intended outweigh what the the actual motor will do for you? Right. You know what I mean? And I think at a place down there, like I remember in the past when I was racing. Even with the Ford crate, like you couldn't get you couldn't get all the power anyways. No, so the weight might be advantageous. Yeah, I I've been wanting to try a Chevy crate down there in one of our cars. We just haven't, you know, had the right opportunity to do it, um, and do it with a weight break. You know, I know sometimes the junior motorsports guys will bring Chevy crates. Yeah, um, I know quite a few people that you know will bring those engines just so that they get the weight break, so they're not as hard on the tires over 200 laps, but. Um, in a race where I think you might get some tires I don't know if this race you will or not Um, like Southern National um, actually let me back that up yeah so it's only four race tires down there for this race so therefore like to me I would want something like a Chevy Crate that's going to be real easy on the tires whereas like if you go to like Southern National and run 200 laps that place is going to be hard on tires but you get two tires to change out I wouldn't want to leave my horsepower at home Correct. on on something like that. So it'll be interesting to see who performs down there, you know, and if Connor's still as dominant as what he has been. Yeah, I'm with, excited to see that with the extra weight on his car. See if that makes a difference. Yep. So second leg of the triple crown, and who's your pick? Mm. It's hard
1: to pick against Connor, just yeah. the way he's been running. Um, shit, one there every damn NASCAR race they've had and then won the car store race. So it's not much you know, we talk about differences in cars and everything. It doesn't matter to him yeah. this year. Um, I'm gonna go with Connor as my you know, my pick. My wild card pick. Um I think somebody like this is crazy to say because it shouldn't be a wild card, but Brendan Queen. Yeah. Um just be just for the fact that um the fact that he's a wild card would be because of what Connor's done this year. Yeah, right. Compared to you know we talked about it last week. Brendan was fifth
0: in that race. Like well, Brendan's coming back in the LPP car though. He's not
1: going to be in his own equipment. I agree, and that's why I think that's what makes this kind of hard to say it's a wild card. Right, but it, yeah. But again, back to what Connor's done in his car there all year, and no matter what he's what series he's running in, um, anybody it's going to be a wild card compared to Connor. So I hate to <laughs> yep. say that. I mean, it. it but you can't. Yeah. Honestly,
0: if you're going to put money on it, who, who are you taking? Yeah. I mean, it's hard to bet against Connor right now. Yeah. You know, like I talked to Trevor Ward the other day and he's like, man, I think we're just showing up to run for second run for a second. Um, All right. What's second pay? That's good information <laughs> to learn. Yeah. Um, hopefully that weight break slows them down some and it allows <laughs> us to play catch up. Yeah. Um, you know, someone who someone else who's gonna be really good down there. Um, last year's winner, Jared Fryer. Yeah. Um, he in two thousand twenty one finished fourth in that race as well. So he's had he's always had consistent runs at Langley. Yep. Um he's gonna be hard to beat. I, I think, think Carson, Carson if he yeah. goes. Uh obviously that's gonna be a hard car to beat. Another one I
1: look to have a good finish is Bobby. Yep. yep. Learned a lot there for the cars again, it's a different series, but learned a lot there for the cars tour deal. Um, I spot uh, spotted that was first time spotting for him. You know he runs that track really well. Uh, Marcus has always had good success there, so I think that's going to be. You know he he's now got to be careful too because he's looking for not so much a Hampton Heat win, but we're going for points now too after for, winning South crime. Boston. Yeah, so that's one of those races where if we have a top five, you're probably not gonna push it too too hard to get yourself in a bad in a bind unless you have a car to win if you right. know you have a car to go out there and contend then more yep. power to you
0: here but we go it's back to this it's back to the seesaw deal where, you
1: know what do you what are you trying to accomplish
0: here yeah well i was gonna say we're back to it's a season long it, it, it's yes. a season and in three, three races. races yeah we're, we're know, in the can... mid part of the season <laughs> right. this is you... the grinding days
1: you know don't make your bad days make your you know it's not about the good days Right. Yeah. A good you're not you're not gonna win this thing on a good day. You're gonna win it on
0: minimizing the bad through this whole process. Yeah. I think when I think Triple Crown uh coming out of this race, Brendan and Bobby have the best shots to be kind of top of the charts still. Yeah. Um as long as they don't go in and have any issues. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know how Trevor Ward's gonna run up there. Um I hope we run good. Yeah. (laughs) uh you got landon and jacob bors who have historically haven't really had the best runs at langley so um i don't know man it's it's gonna be a good i like the hampton heat being the second leg
1: yeah i I think it's a good race absolutely um yeah i won't be there so boo Boo. (laughs) right. i wish that was but i'm not so yeah that's all right i'm gonna watch it i'll be rooting for that 05 and just because you're my podcast partner. <laughs>
0: I hope we go in and, you know, have a really good showing. Yeah. I hope you guys I, have a good run like you did at South Boston. I'd be, I'd be super satisfied with a top five there. Yeah. And I'll be really excited if we win. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Be, be the biggest win of the career. So, yeah. Uh, for both Mason and I, really. Yeah. Um, But it, it'll be, ho- hopefully, we bring a really good race car. Well, let's get into our dirt stuff, man. Logan Schuhart. Yeah. The million dollar man now. Million dollars, man. Sure. Yeah, biggest, uh,
1: biggest, biggest payday in sprint car history. Yeah, It's never happened. Yeah. Um, I told you last week, Logan's historically good at Eldora. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, dominated the entire night. Yeah, he did. Uh, looked good on their little prelim deal Wednesday. Um, you could tell they learned a lot that night. Track was aggressive as hell all weekend. Yeah. Dude, that thing had character. Yeah, it did. Right?
0: The top, I mean, the, the cars were bouncing around one and moving and two around was, a lot. Um, yeah. It was Yeah, it's
1: terrible. I mean, yeah. it was good to watch, but damn, I'd have been gassed in a. I'd have been gassing a twenty lap. I'd have been gassing to be main.
0: Yeah, it was those, bad. Those cars are hauling the mail there too.
1: It's yeah, when it's and it was juiced up, especially when we got like later in the weekend. That that track was juiced up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Logan wins a million dollars, man. Let let every lap. Uh, I don't know if you caught it, but he fell off the jack during the open red. Yeah, I did yeah, see that. Fell off the jack and I'm like, "Uh-oh." Like that it's Larson pointed it out. He's like, "They just fell off the damn jack." And uh but didn't matter. Nothing nothing back there to really screw up. Yeah. Um yeah. It's good. It's good. I, like I said, he's always been good there for some reason. They've always ran real well. Um so it's really cool to see where that team's been the last 5 or 6 years. They started, you know, um in PA Racing Weekly, and decided to make the jump to the Outlaws, and everybody told them they were crazy. It's hard. A it's a grueling schedule. Um, It's a lot of money. Yeah, It's a lot of travel. And they've fought through it the first couple of years,
0: and now they've made it work. They're, yep. they're doing awesome. Now, how do you feel like the racing was through the rest of the pack? Because, like, I, I thought it was pretty good, especially on the restarts and the starts. Yeah. Um. Now, other than Logan dominating, like, it looked like there was a lot of cars still moving around and passes being made and a lot of mixing up through the field. Yeah, I'll say that race was a lot better than what we saw Saturday night for the Kings Royal.
1: Um, I think all week, if you were up front, you had a really good opportunity to win. Uh, I mean, that's every week, but more so here, just because it's a high aero track. Um, You know, the racing was really good. But when it's a... Tony Stewart said it when they announced this. Uh, you know, they said, Is this the best place for this because of the passing and things like that? And he said, For a million dollars, you'll figure out how to pass somebody. Right. Yeah. But Logan was that good. It wasn't like somebody got up to him and lost all the air off the car. Yeah. He was gone. Yeah. He was gone. He, he was, was gone. How, he much, was,
0: how much do you think clean air helped him in that race? And it helped a ton. In a sprint car, it helps a ton. Yeah. But like I said,
1: it, you can get close. Yeah. Usually you get close and then you can you'll feel that car just, you'll lose everything. You know what I mean? But with him diving through, I mean, he was passing two lap cars at a time.
0: That's where I was going to go with my next point was he was, it wasn't like he was totally in clean air the entire race. Like he was in lap traffic. He meticulously got through the traffic to, to set himself up to have a three, four
1: second lead. Yeah. So very, very um, (laughs) dominant, super dominant by them. Awesome to see that i got my picks messed up i said he's gonna win the kings Royal. i should have said he won a million but yeah it was okay i I'm, i've always been a logan short fan got a couple shirts in my um closet for him just because he's because they made that jump yep. you know what i mean they've made that jump to be a contending outlaw team yep. this wasn't even an outlaw race which is funny but um yeah very cool to see him win um kyle larson big wreck yeah night. he did have a big wreck. uh humongous wreck kit Aaron Reitzel lost it. They put fuel in the car, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, I hope these guys remember that this fuel shifts around pretty hard. Yeah. And, you know, like, that's stupid of me to say, because they do this every day. Right. Well, apparently Aaron Reitzel forgot, because he drove <laughs> down in there and just lost it.
0: Yeah. It, um, he had nowhere to go. I mean, he... Larson. No. Yeah. No, he had nowhere to go. Yeah. Or Lockie McHugh. I don't know if you
1: saw the tail end of that wreck, but Lockie McHugh came in there and just clipped Larson's tail tank, and Dude, he took off. Yeah, he did. That, he took, that was pretty nasty. He was clear for landing. Like he yeah. took off. Clear for takeoff. Then landing. Yeah. Dude, it was bad. I felt bad for him. That was you're running last. You know, or in the back, like you're just trying to make some money and dude. Destroy <laughs> <he> destroyed, destroyed <laughs> <Yeah>. that car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was not good. But um Larson did I will go back, I wanna say this. Larson did win the Brad Doty classic on Tuesday night with the Outlaws. I think he repeated, I think he won it last year. Um very cool race. Poor Sheldon Hoddenchild is, you know, that race to him means a ton being from Ohio. Um, that is, that that's his guy, Brad yeah. Dirty. you know what I mean? He looks up to him. Uh, he's wanted to win that race a lot, and he still hasn't done it. Finished second to Larson again. Um, Kyle Larson's just
0: that good. Yeah. Do you think he had anything for Logan Shuhart had he been able to knock, or had he not gotten in that rack? No. No. Nope. Yeah. I think
1: I think Logan was on a on kill. Yeah. He was on a planet of his own. And you know, Kyle Kyle does find ways to I don't know. When you watch the guy, he just he finds different ways to pass or different ways to to run the track or run the car. Usually it's racing the track. You know what I mean? You can race anybody, but to race the track is what he does the best. And that's why he wins all the time. Um but Eldora was just something different this week. It's sometimes it's just a product of it. You know, the, the guy out front's gonna win. Um, it's kinda where we were Saturday night too. So but no, I don't think he I think he could have gotten a second. I think they had you know, when Paul Solva gets a chance to wrench on the car in the middle of the race. He's gonna get you somewhere. Yeah, some spots. he's gonna get you somewhere and then and you got the hot shoe of Larson in there, it's gonna get you spots. More spots. Yep. So yes.
0: Yeah. So uh what about the uh, what about the Kings Rule? Yeah. What do you think of that race?
1: You know, a couple of years ago, if Donnie shots won, I'm like, ah, God damn it, not again. But he hasn't been but winning here. He lately, hasn't. So. And, um, the yeah, so the race itself I thought was okay. Track was a, had a ton of character, especially 1 and 2 was, like we talked about, Washboardy getting in. Um, but the whole night, if you were out front, you were pretty – pretty sure you're gonna win just yeah. the way the track was if you could tell like then they were running the bottom you know brent marks made it work grab made wait it work for a little while uh where like in three and four you know if you ran the top you were most likely going to get the run but if there was a there was a one or two spots down in the bottom mid where if you hit that right you could get a run out you know it was just super juiced up from the rain they had and that's a product of that but as far as they kind of just let the track do what it was going to do which i liked because that's you got to race the track from the qualifying through the feature. Right. Um, the format, though. The format I didn't like. Uh, the only reason for that is because there's so many cars that, you know, I think what they did was they took six heat races, right? So they took everybody in qualifying and then they inverted the top 36. Or, well, it would have been the top, yeah, it would have been the top six in each race. But then what they did was then they said the first, the heats, one through six, if you win, you're going to start... So, Heat 1, winner of Heat 1, right, is the guy who qualified 36th. If you win that, you start 6th in the feature. And then the winner of Heat 2 is 5th, so on and so forth until Heat 6. Donny Schatz wins. He starts on pole, which is fine. But then what What point is there to qualifying at that point? Right. If you know the track... The format is what it is. We're not going to change it in the middle of the race. I don't. I, I agree with that. But at the same time... Why are we I don't know. They always invert that many, I think. So I get it, but like you're you're kinda just you're setting it up to where if you qualify top top two you know, to start in a heat race and you're starting on that third row, you're you're probably
0: not gonna make the feature. Right. And that's you're you're kinda penalized for it a little bit. Right. So like kinda sucks. It's it's kinda like Dominions deal and I always hate it. Right. It's like we go qualify, and then we draw a pill for the starting position. Well, they put six sixes, five fives, four fours, three so threes, yeah, so on and so forth. And most of the time, it's a six. And yeah. it's almost like you're penalized for being fast. And yeah. I'm fine with inverting in the middle of the race, but at the beginning of the race, when and I'm okay qualify, if the track's it racy, if the track's racy, more power. I'd love to see it. Yeah, you know. But you got guys. So
1: that's our next point. Brad Sweet, Logan Schuhart. This dude just won a million dollars. Goes back to the same
0: racetrack two days later. Doesn't even make a race. Can't even make the race.
1: Yeah, that's it's that. Nuts. That to me is that to me is. Uh, you know, NASCAR does a good job with it, with charter teams. Yeah. We want our charter teams, who are our stars, to be in the show, right? Yeah, right? And not very often do you have more than forty cars, anyways, or thirty, whatever they're running now. But you know, this guy just literally won the most prestigious I- race in sprint car racing and he didn't make the Kings Royal dude I feel like he should have had a provisional or something so Brad I think could take one Brad Sweet didn't make the race either yeah and that's so Brad Sweet posted he he hasn't not qualified for a feature since I want to say he said 2013 or 14 and it was the last time he had not run a full schedule like since he's been running the full schedule for Casey Kane he has not missed the feature wow See, that, that I don't like. Yeah. I don't i don't appreciate that kind of format. I mean, everybody knew what the format was, right? Yeah, but so, I just everybody had to deal with it. Yeah, I just don't think that was the best for that show. But Donnie Schatz wins it, gets his sixth Kings Royal. It was uh, good for him. It was good for that team. They've been struggling, so very good for him. Um, what I do want to say, I want to go back to the Million Dollar Race. All right. You did watch it, right? Yeah. Did you watch the pre-race? No. I missed the pre-race. So, they took everybody's race and swapped them out. Oh, I did And they see- checked for Apple Watches. They checked for watches. You could not wear a watch. Mm-hmm. I thought that was oh. awesome. Dirt late model racing. Apparently, people have been, hey, man, what's up? You gonna get a beer Saturday? By the way, you should go to the top. Ah. Sprint car racing does not have sticks. I wish that was that was one thing about late model racing that I wish they'd get the frick rid of cuz I can't stand it. Yeah. Get rid of the damn sticks. I don't want this I want this guy to have to figure it out on his own. On yeah. his own. Not by a teammate, not yeah. by somebody in there with two damn sticks. I hate it. And that's why they did that. They checked for watches and they swapped your receiver out. No two-way communication and no watches. That's so no really smart. And I like for a million dollars, I'd be cheating like a son of a gun. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't think – they didn't catch anybody, obviously, doing it, but well done by Tony Stewart.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well done. I, I did see the video of Justin Peck. He was sitting in his car right before the race, and they walked up, and they were like, hey, you got to swap your radio out. And he's like, well, I got to undress. And they're like well, – You got to well, undress then. Yeah, you got to undress. I Sorry. And he's like, it's, it's not my fault, just the rule – you got to undress. Take and he it out appreciated of your it. Yeah. And I think some of these guys do because y- – y- It keeps everybody I, honest. Yeah, I don't want to
1: lose to somebody doing that. <laughs> right. I, I think I think everybody besides the one S car should have had a watch, though. <laughs> I don't think it would have made a difference on who won a million dollars, but I think they should have probably had a watch because that was just unfair of what yeah. he did. Yeah, he put an ass whooping on him for but sure. But you know what? I want to see more oh, – Man, we talked about this a lot. Like what? Episode 12 or 13 – where you can't really cheat in sprint cars. Yeah, it's hard to. There's, but damn, rule books so open. It does make it fun. <laughs> it does. <laughs> when you're going down patting these guys down before they get in the car, I like that. That is my favorite. Yeah. I love I'm sitting there giddy as heck watching this. I'm like,
0: are you kidding me? They're yeah. checking for watches. This is great. When you told me about the watch, or when you were starting to talk about the watches, like my head immediately went to traction control because I know some people have made traction control devices that you can literally. Like control yeah. from a smartphone, so I was like, has he gone down the traction control route? But, nah. no, that's interesting. Di- I didn't even think about the no spotter thing. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't even realize it until about a year or two ago that dirt racing uses sticks. Yeah. Uh, I went to Delaware International to help out a guy and, um, with a modified, and they were using sticks. So, and I didn't realize how big that that had gotten because, yeah, a lot of those stick guys like they have a lot of different signs and ways that they tell their driver you know what yeah. lane to run and where people are and all that so um i didn't realize that they forbid that in sprint car racing yeah my
1: dumbass, i'd be like oh man what does that mean again <laughs> i know you gotta have oh, some man. little
0: some little thing yeah, on the like dash yeah yeah
1: orange orange yeah <laughs> blue <laughs> are we just naming colors <laughs> What's a orange one orange two orange yeah. three yeah I'd be all screwed up yeah I would I think I would too but I got one more thing in dirt um this week is 600 speed week Steven Snyder jr won it last last year uh not without some last race drama yeah <laughs> flipping the race and having these two other cars have to not finish in certain spots very cool so tune into that guys uh it's all week uh I think the finale is on Saturday so that'll be c- cool to watch uh last night got rained out. But tomorrow night, they'll run action track, and Kyle Busch is going to be there. Oh, that'll be awesome. Yeah, I think that's going to be great. Last year, Larson ran. Uh, I forget where he ran, though. But he ran. Steven finished second behind him. i remember watching. I'm like, yep. man, this would be so big if he beats him.
0: Didn't Christopher Bell run that one, too?
1: Christopher Bell did run. I don't think
0: it was that night, though. I gotcha. I, I think it, it may have been that night. He beat Christopher Bell out one night, yeah. but he didn't beat Larson. He came really close.
1: Yeah, it might have been that. I think Chris ran two nights. Gotcha. I can't remember. Either way, yeah, it'll be cool when those cup guys, they're in Pocono this coming weekend. So it's very cool to see them, you know, Kyle Busch has run the 600 a lot lately. Yeah. Or, well, in in, in recent times. So yeah. very prepping cool to for, see.
0: Prepping it for Brexit. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> so is that going to be on Flow, or is that going to be on Dirt Vision? So you're going to make me do some research here in a second. Um.
1: Keeping you honest. Yeah. So it's actually, there's different things every night. I don't think anything's on flow, to be honest. Uh, gotcha. Let me, let me check real quick. Um, okay. So, so here we go. Um, you guys are going to have to do the work yourself, but <laughs> we're going to run <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We got, uh, Clinton County tonight, action track tomorrow, airport speedway. That's new on that schedule. Ooh. Yeah, it's Airport's a little, bullri- a little yeah. bullring. It's going to be... It is if, a if bullring. If somebody doesn't get punched at night, we're not doing it right. <laughs> uh, I believe Linda's is Friday, and then we go to Lanco on Saturday. Very fun track. Yeah. High speed. Um, this is where y'all are going to have to do your own work. Uh, the streaming providers all week are Dirt 2 Media, Sprint Car Unlimited, um, and The Cushion. I think the <laughs> last night's going to be The Cushion. Gotcha. So... You guys are going to have to go. If you go to, it's Hyper Racing Speed Week on Twitter. I think they have their Facebook page also. Uh, go on there. You, it'll have a breakdown of what each night. And then, like, right now, they're posting stuff for tonight at Clinton County. It'll say what it's on. I believe tonight it's on, uh, so tonight it'll be on Dirt 2 Media. Gotcha. So, awesome. you go go ahead and look at that. They're really cool cars to watch. Um I'm trying to talk
0: to Tyler to get one, but he doesn't want to do it, so. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. We could have ran all week this week, man. Mm-hmm. I know it. Oh, well. But then we go back to running the big money guys in the 600 stuff. Yeah.
1: Hey, man, slide or die. Come on.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Well, so Arkham and man, William Sawalich. Oh, dude, led the entire race at Iowa and lost it on the green, white checkered to Luke Fenhouse. Oh, my goodness. Luke's, Luke's done that to him twice this year.
1: Uh, I thought that was Fenhouse's first win. No. Luke did that to him back in Nashville. Okay. Where Swalich, so, so I don't think he led the whole thing. He may have, but he was dominant. Got him They, had a, a a final a, they had a restart, and Luke beat him. I spotted Luke last year. You know that? In
0: the um, pro. pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At South Boston.
1: Almost won that one, too. Almost beat Sawalich.
0: <laughs> Same <laughs> that story, was the That names. was the time we didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I mean, dude, Swalich had a dominant car the entire race, yeah. and it looked like Fenhouse was a dominant second. Dominant second. <laughs> but somehow was able to figure out enough, you know, after restarting yeah. against him enough times, figure out one where he was able to drive around him.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? I think Luke um, needed that after having that done to him at Slinger yeah. by Majeski, so it was good for him to get that, you know. Slinger's
0: a big win. Yeah, for sure. ARCA, they don't come easy either, so. I will say, i want to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Tony Breidinger mm-hmm. comes away fifth. Yeah, had a strong run all day. I mean, her restarts were a little, eh, yeah, little wonky. But once she got going, man, she had a really good run. And like, this isn't someone who we've seen like perform like this yeah. a lot here at all mm-hmm. ever, ever, <laughs> lately ever. So it was, I, I, I thought it was cool to see her up inside the top five running. Running well, yeah. Um, outrunner teammate Connor Jones, yeah. Another team, another guy we mentioned earlier this year with
1: Lavar Scott had a good run too. Yes, he did. Yeah, uh, I would love to get him on here. He's from around here.
0: We need to, we need to,
1: we need to get some people on here.
0: Yeah, we do. We uh, need to get a, quite a few people on here. Yeah, <laughs> one in particular. Yeah, one in particular, especially with it being Hampton Heat Week. Yeah, if we can, if that leads you to figure out who it yeah. is. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Well, maybe he'll go and uh, give us something to talk about. Yeah.
1: Oh, like he hasn't already.
0: Oh, that's for sure. Well, how about the Xfinity Series? Um, Kaz Grala, heartbreak for the Sam Hunt racing team. In they practice. were top five all day in practice and ended up getting taken out by Ryan Sieg, who either overdrove the corner or had a mechanical failure. It looked mechanical. Yeah. I don't it, think Ryan it, Sieg's that bad. No. Um, but he gets taken out. Heartbreak for those guys. They go to a backup car. Not even just, sure where they ended up finishing. Yeah, but, just didn't
1: have the speed they had in that primary. Yeah,
0: they had a they unloaded with a really good car. Small team right there, making a lot of big gains. Mm-hmm. And um they're I mean, they're putting together really good finishes and they're putting together really good race cars for Another the drivers. Another
1: team that's come a long ways in a couple years.
0: Absolutely. Um John Hunter Nemechek comes away with a win in that one. Yeah. Um and then going into the Cup series Martin Truex, another domination. At all, race. but like
1: fifteen laps or something. Like yeah. I mean, just dominated. That was yeah. like a Jeff Burton, Loudon
0: domination. Absolutely. Yeah. It was. Uh, so he gets a win back in his hometown. Um, Is that his? I mean, come on. Uh, He's got like four home tracks. Yeah, Jesus. it's like Dover, Pocono, New Hampshire. Some, um, some I know more. that was one on his bucket list. I he really wanted though. He said, "I finally got the damn lobster." <laughs> <laughs> That's what you were after. Okay. Did you like the whole uh, Him biting the claw In victory yeah. lane Yeah, yeah. yeah. Salty <laughs> Salty <laughs> Yeah No uh,
1: He I think he's becoming Your championship favorite
0: <sighs> Dude he is he's, It's hard to say though Because
1: it, The playoffs are just uh It's just so hard Yeah With the rounds Tracks that are in Those first couple rounds He's really the only Gibbs car that's Truly performing and actually able to pull off wins. I will have to say Christopher Bell, if not for his team on pit road, had probably I don't I don't even know if he would have beat Truex, but he was fast. Mm-hmm. And they screwed up the first couple stops. Yeah. I mean, terribly. So uh and I think Blaney had something for Truex. I don't think he would have beaten him, but I think he, he was close. Mm-hmm. He had a late race uh pit road penalty running over equipment. So um yeah. I I just think Truex was super dominant.
0: Yeah about the heartbreak for Eric Almirola. He was... Oh, my God. He had a really good run going that day. Stuart Haas has been struggling a little bit this year. I mean, Kevin Harvick's really been the only car to really put races together and come close to winning a race, and here it is. He's running top three yeah. up front and ends up having a loose wheel after... Oh, he was leading. Yeah. And then they didn't... Ends up wrecking. Tight. Yeah. That sucks to see for him. Um, put it end to a, a really good run for those guys.
1: Probably... Looking at the tracks ahead, minus Daytona, probably the best shot he's
0: got to win. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. What do you think about Chase Elliott? Do you think he makes the playoffs? Not after this week.
1: Uh, I I don't. No, no, no. On points? Yeah, on points. I don't think he does it on points. I don't think he does it. it, He would have to have, like, super good stage points and finishing points for the next six races to be close. And that's without anybody new winning. Yeah. Right? Because if mean, now luckily i think 15th and 16th are only like two above you know and then 17 18th, two a minus but so that kind of it closes that gap but after that you got the rfk cars that are like 100 points up mm-hmm. right so like if two guys win that are minus or behind that cut line Makes it's it really over hard. it's over because yeah. like that yeah now you're you you have to gain you know he's 40 out i think or 45 out Yeah, he's got to gain 145 just to catch so like, that's impossible. That is impossible. Yeah. He would have to win a race or hope nobody else wins and then have good, super good points through throughout the last six races before we get to the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So you do have some wild card races coming up that Chase will still have a shot at. I mean, he's notoriously good on road courses. So you, you, you have two Indy, back to back Indian Watkins, yep. and then you do have Daytona right before then. Daytona's the, the cutoff race. yeah yep. So, um. Those are three wild races where also someone else could come in and and rob their way into. And if I remember correctly, Pocono is a really good track for Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah. So,
1: um, yeah, Bowman's in the same boat. He's
0: he's on the cut line. He he's a little bit closer than what Chase is. Not much. But he, he didn't he have that great slightly. of a race this week. So yeah.
1: He did get a stage, a couple stage points or whatever. But yeah, they got a. They got to point their way. If they're going to point their way, they got to get top five. So, this, this 14th, 10th to 15th isn't working. Yeah. Um, so, whatever, you know, maybe make Cliff Daniels your best friend or something for the next six weeks. Because mm-hmm. wherever they go, they're fast.
0: No, that's for sure.
1: Larson get out and be like, damn, we had such a terrible day. <laughs> P5. <laughs> yes. God dang. I wish we had those days. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's kind of had an up and down season too. He's either been really fast and running up front, contending for wins, or he's been wrecked. And a lot Mm. of it has not been his fault. No. Um, So one thing I want to throw out that's kind of, I got a little bit from an inside source. So NASCAR came out with a new bulletin that all the turnbuckles basically for the diffuser and the splitter now have to be all safety-wired. Mm-hmm. So they're called stays. So they um, basically, what Austin Dillon got popped for at Martinsville, that is the stay. Gotcha. So what it is, is it's, it's a turnbuckle and you have a backing nut. What Austin Dillon got popped for was the, the backing nut was a part of the turnbuckle. So that basically, once they went through pre-race tech and everything passed, those guys go up under there to put their shocks on. Or twist the knobs while the NASCAR guys aren't looking. So they're able to get more downforce out of the car. Gotcha. Or whichever way they want to go with the car. They apparently blew all the cars. And the Toyotas were way better. And now they have this rule where all the A, B, and C stays have to be safety wired together. So, it'll be interesting going into Pocono where Aero will make a big difference yep. on... If Toyotas as good as they have been. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if any of the other cars catch back up. Yeah. You know, Ford this year they have a nose with a little bit less drag on it and they haven't been performing as well on some of these mile and a half. So it'll be interesting to see if they catch back up to some of these teams like, you know, the Chevys and the Fords. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Keep an eye out for it. Thank you for my inside source. I'm not going to mention any names. Nice. So I love inside sources. I do too. So yeah, pretty cool
1: deal. Yeah. I think that's all we got, bud. Um, good luck this week I appreciate it man y'all gonna need it with that 77 down there yeah. <laughs> everybody yeah. is everybody listening you're gonna need luck good luck yeah. counter you're just you know too damn good right now <laughs> yeah don't don't you know don't 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 whoop on everybody too bad yeah and make sure make sure everybody if you're cheating it's <laughs> not on that list <laughs> 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 True facts. I guess we'll find out if that uh, list actually gets tacked yet.
0: You know, I hope this week. You know,
1: I since I'm not there, I don't care. But I hope so many dumb crew chiefs go in there and go, "Oh, it's not on
0: the list." <laughs> <laughs> I have to feel disqualified, and I have to eat. <laughs> yeah, hottest race of the year, man! Literally, uh, I am already hydrating for this week, <laughs> and you're not I, even driving. I'm not even driving. It's uh, it's. It's going to be brutal out there. So yeah, for sure. Um, if you're going to that race and you listen to this podcast, be sure to get hydrated this week. It uh, and beer is not hydration. <laughs> Water. But if you're going to do that, natural or bush light. <laughs> yeah. Don't fall out of the seat. Don't fall off your tires or your pit yeah. box or whatever the hell you might be sitting on. Oh, I thought we were talking about fans. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're in the area, go out and you know support Langley Speedway. Holes. Support your local church. Your local short track, and uh, if you're there, come say hi to me and tell me how much you love or hate our podcast. Yeah, he'll, he'll sign autographs. Maybe. I might sign your teddy. You did that once. <laughs> I did do that Still once. Still got it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, thanks for listening again. Please follow us on all of our major podcast platforms. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Clear With Contact, and I hope you all have a good week. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Clear with Contact podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Clear with Contact. Feel free to share and tell your friends. Until next time.